Hi, and welcome to Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast, highlighting artists, teachers, authors, and philanthropists of the regenerative movement. People who are committed to and showcase qualities of planetary leadership. My name is Julian Guderlei. I'm a transformational coach, a breathwork teacher, and committed to a world that allows people from all walks of life to thrive. I'm your host and creator of Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. And in today's episode, I'm having my friend John Brancy back on the show. John is an opera and concert vocalist, leading baritone, 2020 Grammy winner. And so with these words, welcome John Brancy. Hello, Julian. Great to be back. Yeah, I'm glad we, we're making a tradition out of it. This is episode number 200 on the podcast. Uh, and you were last on, um, I think you were episode number one, number 100, and now number 200. So Yes, every 100 epi- episodes is the plan. <laughs> that's the plan. And, and lots happened in, in both of our lives and in, in our collective life on this planet in the last mm. few months. So we, could, we have lots to talk about, John. Um, well, congrats to you also in, in making it to 200 episodes. That's that's a pretty incredible achievement. So kudos to you, Julian. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, always, yeah. it's always good to acknowledge um, each other and, and, and our, our accomplishments. You know, it's, there's definitely been phases where I was like, okay, am I, am I really pushing that button down and keep going? And then the answer was always yes. And so in the last, I think, eight months, I've, I've kept a rhythm of two to three episodes a week. That's the rhythm I'm committed to. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm getting to know so many incredible people on the planet. Um, for all of you listening, thank you so much for being part of this journey and for, for making it possible. Yeah. As I set out forward with it. The first episode I ever recorded with you, John, I was like, if only one person hears this and has a positive experience, it's worth it. Yes. And now there are many thousands listening and keep keep it rolling like share send it to a friend help us make this a real movement where we can talk about the way we we believe in a world that you know only becomes possible when we unify as people and it's never been more needed than i think right now in the world yeah i agree and i think it's actually coming i think it's uh it's on its way you know it's it feels to me that a unified um unified planet and the unified people is is definitely uh becoming more and more what uh what we can achieve in our lifetime it's almost like with all the crazy stuff that is you know um being un unpacked and be- becoming visible it's is like the only sane alternative is to say hey wait a second why do we continue the way we built this planet why do we continue with secret societies or with governments and division mm. and party a and party b why don't we just find a way how we can reconcile and heal the wounds of the past and it mm. wide into being a, a new way of, of, of yeah regenerating our culture absolutely i feel that very very strongly and i want to just uh thank you for again uh creating this platform i think that that's really important Thank you, John. Well, let's talk about let's talk about you for a second here too. I, I know the last six to eight months since we recorded episode number one hundred was was quite the the storm. You you won a Grammy, man! Congratulations mm-hmm. for like I, I guess one of the prime acknowledgments you could get as a singer. No? Yeah. Now I'm on to you know my my Oscar win and my my Tony Award. Those are my those are my next <laughs> goals in life. Uh, no, I, I I'm incredibly incredibly grateful and i was among many amazing artists at the grammys and it was you know pre-covid 
So the, I was in the Staples Center in Los Angeles, totally, totally packed with people. And it was the day after Kobe Bryant uh, died in the, in the helico- helicopter crash. Mm. It was the day of. Oh, it was the day of. So um, it, was, it was a bit of a... Um, it was a bit of an emotional, uh, you know, I, obviously it was an incredibly emotional uh, experience to be in the Staples Center and, you know, just to feel uh, already that, that, that feeling of um, honoring a hero or, or honoring somebody uh, that was seen as a hero in, in a city uh, that I don't necessarily call home, but I will be calling home for the next, you know, 12 months or so. Um and just didn't not I didn't know in January that uh, you know I would end up being here and staying in Los Angeles, uh, which is you know now definitely going to be the the case. But the Grammys were you know definitely uh, an experience of a lifetime and something that you know once w- we were waiting to get uh, the nominations uh, for uh, you know best opera recording were called out. And we were all there waiting to get our our names called. It was it was a pretty pretty incredible thing to to hear um, the the project's name being called as the winner, and then just like running up on stage and you know <laughs> being on the same stage as some seriously seriously amazing artists. So yeah, definitely humbling, but also uh, realizing that it it opens up another possible door you know, for, for collaborations and also creation for, for the future. Yeah. Congratulations again. I think, Thanks. you know, I've been a fan of your work for, for many years. And um, I, I do believe that, you know, especially the more traditional uh, artistry like opera, you know, this is my personal belief and mm. thought, but like wants to find a, a way into the modern kind of place and, and so totally. I, I guess like, you know, fantastic Mr. Fox, I believe is what yeah. one that piece is, is a good yeah. example of like a more modern take on, on this traditional medium as well. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it was a piece that was written in the early nineties rather than in the, the 18th century, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it represents a different, different story and a different timeline. But, um, yeah, no, just to spend a second on that point, you know, my last season was actually kind of mostly filled with 20th century work um, from this guy named Benjamin Britten to uh, f- these two female composers, Olga Neuvert and um, Meredith Monk. You know, I just, I was a part of these incredible productions um, and, you know, working on, on music that was written in the 20th century and some of it, you know, very, very recently. Um, and I think that that's kind of where most of my interest lies now in, in, in opera and, in classical music is trying to, you know, honor the living composers and, and, and lift their voices. And so I, I definitely want to, I'm, I'm in a period of research with regards to that. And I, and I definitely want to find out who can I lend my voice to, uh, in, you know, the coming years and seasons and, and how can I create, uh, you know, content and, and create operas, you know, with these, these individuals, um, in the coming the coming seasons that's really really of a major importance to me Mm, yeah that's that's really interesting and i'd love to talk about some of those more visionary pieces let me ask you though like if you were like to look at your career in a traditional way wouldn't be like the outdoor stages of um what's the name of the place in austria with with this beautiful lake stage wouldn't that be like one of the next 
Bregens. Bregens, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Wouldn't Bregens. that be one of those like more traditional things that you know your your kind of career path would look for? Yeah, I mean, why not? I would. I've. I, I'd obviously welcome, you know, the traditional house and the traditional performance, and I. I think it's a good way of you know balancing the 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 art form. But at the at the end of the day, my my artistry is I think defined by working with um, living artists, you know, and and creating uh, whether it's a director or a composer, creating help co-creating their vision and being a sort of conduit for the stories of these living uh, artists. And I hope, you know, to be able to elevate um, uh, the voices of people of color. You know, that's something that's really, really important to me as well for the future. And looking at, um, you know, uh, a friend of mine, Tariq Al-Sabir, he was in uh, the the show uh, Atlas with me, and he's also a great composer in his own right. Uh, finding a way to work with him and and you know elevate his music is very very important to me. Um, so I think that that's that's kind of the the thing that I'm I'm finding right now in 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 this quarantine in this period that we're experiencing. Um, as an artist, I I just I'm coming to this realization very very quickly and and deliberately and and it's something that I'm I'm thinking a lot about. Yeah, beautiful, John. And I'm, I'm glad to give, you know, like an ear to what's going on in your artistic mind there. There's there's a reason why I thought of Bregans and, and now, I, now I get mm. why. Because right before we hit record, you told me about the more far out uh, opportunities of creating sound spheres and connecting with nature. And maybe you want to mm. talk about that for a second, too. But that was not on a lake, but more on the ocean and interconnecting yeah. between species, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other thing is like where how do we how do we communicate beyond you know words and and the words that we're constantly hearing and sharing with with each other and communicate with you know that that unified voice um and you know that i still very strongly believe that we are meant to experience a revolution of song in our lifetime you know and uh and and whenever you see those renaissance moments um in history whenever they do occur there's always songs that are written during that time and uh and voices are shared and 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 unified uh mm. along a, a kind of universal uh, truth um, yeah very interesting one of uh two times guests on the show actually philip moore one of my teachers um in his 70s now Philip shares about songs in a way that he calls them song lines. And he speaks about it kind of in a, in a native way of thinking and speaking. Mm. You know, he calls trees the standing ones as well, uh. which I think is a very beautiful notion. But song lines is the idea that all cultures and all people are connected through song lines, even in our modern times, right? If you were to play, I don't know, I'm going to make a, um, an infamous example. Um, if you were to play the Macarena, like hundreds of millions of people would be like jiving and dancing to the song because they've heard it and it reminds them of the 90s and it reminds them of the movements and the dances mm -hmm. that we used to do. But if you were to play, you know, um, a national anthem, you also invoke the spirit of the people. And so right. we don't quite yet have anthems of unifying peace that mm -hmm. connect all humans um, on this planet. And I'm mm -hmm. totally with you. That is, that is kind of the 
yeah, one of the many evolutions or revolutionary evolutions I'm hoping for, and, and I'd be honored to, to see you co-create this because it goes into this direction of, and I'm sure we'll talk more about that, the sing sense and resonance. And, but maybe t tell us a little bit about this idea I want to be here about, about singing with the dolphins on the ocean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I recently have been, uh, well, this was, this was of interest to me back I guess when I started recognizing and realizing the sing sense, um, I had always, because I read, I read this, this book deep. Um, and, uh, that, that really opened my mind to the possibilities of, uh, you know, whales and dolphins actually having another language, um, or having a language to, to their, to their own. Um, and also just listening to how they communicate in the water over long distances, you know, especially uh, sperm whales and humpback whales and dolphins. They have those series of clicks and sort of very high frequency, high pitched sonar singing. Um, and uh, I just recently uh, connected via your connection to Rich German who is yeah. working with German, uh, actually. Rich sorry. We've yet to actually have a, a, a phone call or anything like that, but I mentioned to him that this was something that I'd had a vision to do. Um, and he was immediately responsive, you know, in, in a positive way being like, Oh yeah, yeah. Here's a video. Here's a video that I don't know if it's, I don't think what he sent me was real, but it was an orchestra playing out in the middle of the ocean and they had, uh, I think um, like large speakers hanging above the water. You would obviously clearly need to put the speakers in the water. Um, so that would be the the idea. You wouldn't you wouldn't want to have the speakers outside. You need to have them inside. Um, yeah, yeah. So this is so cool for me to hear, and I'm so glad we're sharing this in a recorded episode because you know talk a little bit about like the crazy visionary that's in in my soul or like mm -hmm. the steward for the green planet blue planet that that is like um, beating in my heart and and so those are the kind of ideas that i know i can't bring them all to life but you know when i look at the current social political craziness that this planet is unpacking and all in its good right you know there's a lot of reconciliation and healing to do as we said at the beginning of this episode but those ideas of coming together to create new kind of events that have been like not even possible in, in imagination before. Yeah. And so having two people that I interviewed connect over that for me is like, that gives me like full body chills. And, and this is exactly what I, I hope for to be able to connect my community of uh, social impact creators even more and more for is for these possibilities that yeah. we can actually create a, a complete new way of how we play with resonance, with sound, with uh, with breath, with breath, with yeah. unity, right? Like, and this is only possible when we, as a, a humankind, find a level of acceptance and unconditional love. You know, often referred to as five D in the more mm -hmm. esoteric and spiritual communities, like a form of unconditional love that we can live where it doesn't mm -hmm. matter where you're from, where it doesn't matter what your income level is, mm -hmm. where it doesn't matter. Uh, who you've voted for where all that matters is that you actually are are part of this tribe of frequency or resonance mm -hmm. from there we, we're, we're going to embark into a journey of experiencing like a miracle itself with nature mm -hmm. and with, with with other species right and mm -hmm. and so if that's an event with submerged speakers and singing opera to dolphins and whales 
oh my god i want to be part of that well it's i mean it, it may be happening sooner rather than later so I'll, I'll have to give you the info and then maybe you can share it with some of your audience but one thing that i just pulled up actually uh i was i was looking up um you know that book deep by james nestor and i just saw that he released a brand new book on may 26th called breath the new science of a lost art so i'm definitely going to give this a look um he was uh, I, I actually had a chance to sp to interview and speak with James regarding his book deep because it's all about um, free diving. So you have to get the breath, you know, incredibly, incredibly strong in order to be able to dive to these depths and, and commune with these these creatures in the ocean. Um, and so he, I think, took that idea and probably wrote a, a, a long form uh, book about about, you know, breathing itself so this is something that's up both of our alleys and i think something that we should talk about and maybe even this is somebody that you should connect with and i'll put you in touch I with james just about to say yeah get me, get me hooked up with james it's yeah. also like a, a natural segue and, and feel free to share anything else that you wanted to share oh, absolutely. but it's no, like a natural cool. segue to you know what um has been coming through me more and more with the podcast is obviously like a lot of my energy and focus goes into it and, and building this community, but then also uh, being of service as a coach and transformational teacher through a lot of breath work and a lot of what I call like purpose work, like bringing people into embodying their, their purpose more and more with this authentic confidence, not a played or enacted confidence. And so for me, all of it starts with the way we breathe and the way we breathe allows the way we believe. And, you know, that creates a form of resonance. And so, mm we are co-creating on, on that field. We just on the last new moon, like two weeks ago or so started a group uh, called resonance where you teach breath and singing and I teach some breath work. And some I other. teach most, it's mostly singing. I, I'll leave the breath work to all the, the breath work specialists. <laughs> Tell us I a little mean, bit more from your perspective. Like what do you see is coming together there? Well, I mean, I, I think that it's a, uh, it's a special group, and I think that it's 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 unique in that we're all offering uh, for the for the time being it's free classes uh, in a in a Facebook group, and we're inviting people that are you know inclined to to join. And a lot of the people that I've invited have you know accepted the the invitation and are attending the classes, but we're also sharing uh, people from our, our circles, which I think is, is really great. And, uh, just kind of all in line with that, that idea of, you know, pushing forward that unified purpose. Um, and, uh, I've also been doing some voice lessons and sessions. I call them voice sessions, uh, with, with, uh, new people that I've never, I, I never knew before this, this quarantine that followed me on social media and that were interested in, in exploring the voice and they range from literally age nine to i think uh 55 or 59 years old um so i i've i've got quite the uh <laughs> the uh, range of 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 sounds and and personalities you know uh working with a little boy and you know his first experiences exploring his voice and then somebody who has used their voice entirely throughout their life and is looking to try and re tap back into what they have always known and loved um and just uh yeah bringing bringing all of that together and and taking the time that i've been granted you know with the cancellations of my of my opera work because that's been a big thing for me psychologically but also totally. with you know yeah I've, I've had 
probably um, I at this point like nine or nine or ten different gigs canceled all the way up until September, uh, starting in in April. So and uh, canceled and postponed. You know, some of them are going to happen in a, in a, in the future, hopefully, but we'll we'll find out. Yeah. But utilizing this time as a way of of connecting with people and uh, learning about them and learning more about this process of becoming a a, a a teacher and a and a practitioner of the voice and helping to they are helping me define what the sing sense is right now and it's something that i am very thankful for the time to explore and uh and yeah so i'm it's it, you know this and the resonance group is just really really uh something that i'm i'm anchoring into mm. right now it's very very important yeah it's like a call to action for everyone listening as well if you're curious it's called resonance breath and sound i'll definitely link it out in the show notes as well and as as john said for the time being it's it's a it's a free offering of daily breath work sound journey and singing classes um, they're all hosted by a zoom and the group is meeting on facebook and and yeah man i mean you you just touched on it already it's this the industry is a changing and i mean in your uh, industry where you know you 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 train you work you practice to then be in front of hundreds of thousands of people who are all in a small shared room like we don't really yeah. know when that's going to be possible again or if that's actually going to become a normal again going forward because you know it's um, i think it will i think it it but whatever is born uh into that next iteration of it um it will be so much different than what it was pre covid and pre uh you know this movement because we're we're still in this movement you know oh yeah totally this is everything is still uh very fresh and changing and and moving and um so we don't know what will be important after all of this and what people will talk about and and how we'll talk about it with with regards to art and when we do fill the space um how many of those people will be tuning in digitally you know uh versus in in person real you know in real life um and this doesn't it's not just for opera it's for sports it's for live events uh across the board it's for you know big massive artists you know filling stadiums um how is this going to change on and, and how will they be able to, you know, do this again? Uh, it's a real, it's a real question mark, but I think, um, you know, we live in the time of, of sort of unlimited technology and uh, a great period of change and advancement with regards to that and with regards to uh, the changing of, um, of healthcare, you know, and, and, and that advancement as well. And I think that that's going to play an enormous role, an enormous role uh, with regards to our, the unifying of the world and also the people as well as uh, an effort to, you know, give, give people access to, to healthcare and give people access to um, the things, those regenerative medicines that are coming. I think that's very, very much going to be a part of this. Beautifully put. Yeah, let's 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 wait and see. I think, you know, the, this notion of essential and then also yeah. of ex exploratory and and um, what really wants to be experienced on on the 
let's just call it the the other side of, of this this window we're going through. Yeah. It's going to be very exciting to watch. Yo, short intermission. This is your host Julian for a short announcement. Green Planet Blue Planet podcast is currently entirely self-funded from my private coaching practice and work in the world, speaking at events and teaching breathwork, meditation, as well as facilitating leadership programs. If you're at a place in your life where you're ready to level up, step forward and be all in, then this might just be for you. Have you considered hiring a coach or is it time to find someone who deeply cares for the same evolutionary revolution on our planet? If that's the case, I'm your guy. As a transformational coach, I've worked with hundreds of people at events and in person via weekly calls over various months. I'm in service to switch on humans just like you who are on the cutting edge of some of the most progressive stuff on planet Earth. And if that's not quite you yet, but that's the dream inside of you, then even more reason to reach out. Well, whether you are a successful entrepreneur, a startup founder or an artist, I am here to support more people to deepen their planetary purpose. I've developed highly tailored coaching programs that are based on bringing out your gift into the world because I believe in a world in which we can empower and encourage all individuals to express their unique gifts. And all right, before we get back to the episode, make sure you visit my website greenplanet-blueplanet.com slash mentorships or simply find your way there by clicking work with Julian and book a free consultation with me. And if you listen to the end of the episode, I will give away a discount for listeners only. So here we go. We're returning to today's episode. Exciting to watch. What else can you tell us about the Sing Sense in your last like few months and what's like coming up for you? What are you exploring? What are you learning? What are you realizing? I think we touched on it a little bit and we have in previous episodes, but I'm just so curious about this idea. Um, you know, the way that I would guide other people into understanding it is, you know, we've all heard about telepathy where we are thinking alike thoughts. I'll give you like a very, very, very funny example. Last night, I was like, I'm in Pacific time. I'm in San Francisco as we're recording this. Um, I was about to fall asleep and had like a, basically like a dream, but it was like a one minute dream and I woke up again. And in this dream, I, I was connected to my parents' home and specifically our shared dog, my, my, my dog, Maya, for anyone who's followed me for a few years, mm. I adopted her a long while ago and she now is with my parents. And I literally saw the dog getting ready for a walk and I woke up again, it was like 1130, uh, close to midnight. And I knew my parents already awake. So I called them on WhatsApp um, video call. And they were literally, I was like tapped into that same reality, almost like an astral projection, like a telepathic connection through the door that my dog opened, which is beyond. But, but so that's a telepathic connection. Okay. We, we talked for a few minutes via our technology. I verified that that phenomena that I had in my individual experience was at least real for me, right? We all chuckled a bit and mm. I went to bed. I would go one step further through empathy and emotions and singing comes in at that point. We have a telepathic connection. And I think it's much more a telepathic reality than a telepathic reality because it's not just thoughts and thought waves, right? Like we know it's feelings, from, it's feelings. Exactly. It's yeah. empathy. It's, it's, it's the resonance of our voice carries how we're actually truly feeling. Like you can tell if somebody is rehearsing a performance, if somebody is lying, if somebody is sharing truth, if somebody's sharing something from their heart, mm -hmm. uh, if somebody's just sharing with a monotonous voice of their mind. Right. And so that telepathy for me is, is, is kind of what I understand when you, John, talk about the sing sense. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a collection of things because it's, it's, 
really, I think, the, uni the unifying of many voices coming together. It's when, when we have those beautiful moments, uh, whether it be through a concert or a sporting event or a protest, we have these, these moments where people are unifying their voices in, in some sort of harmonic uh, uh, resonance. And the way that we get to become more comfortable with that and more uh, expressive is by way of learning the songs that we're all singing and that we have sung. And the thing is with, with time and our experience of moving forward in time is that as we move forward, we leave behind us so much to learn and to gather. And it's sort of a, it's sort of a heavy heavy lifting responsibility of our of our <laughs> our experience here is that there's so much now that we can know especially with the internet so many songs specifically that we can sing but what are the songs that that lift our our energy what are the songs that communicate beyond the boundaries of languages what are the songs that communicate beyond our species mm. you know the song lines yeah. yeah yeah those song lines that we were discussing uh that that exist beyond our um you know our own individual experience but are are communicating beyond uh boundaries so when and you I, say something like sorry to cut you off there no. but don't forget where you were about to go but i'm curious would you say schumann resonance like the resonance of the planet is part of this kind of a phenomena that that like there is an oscillation of all the bodies uh that are that are alive here yeah, I would I would say absolutely that's probably been with us, you know, since the dawn of our realization, you know. Um I I argue and maybe this is a little bit crazy because I'm not an anthropologist or you know, a, an evolutionary scientist or anything like that, but I argue that, you know, I think maybe along the way when we first discovered you know psychedelics and 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 psilocybin specifically when we were able to resonate and sing was when we were able to kind of start to to develop language and that was through the tone of of song that we were we were developing our earliest forms of language but that's also when we developed um our understanding of of our own internal body in our internal system because our, our 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 own body is resonating at certain frequencies and when we talk about the vagus nerve you know that 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 nerve line that that is constantly talked about in in kundalini yoga but also many different practices and mm -hmm. um, is now coming up as a very very important uh, thing to talk about um, in so many different areas of interest uh, singing is sort of one of the most important um, tools that can be used to tap into the autonomic uh, nervous system. And uh, I think it's chanting, singing, they're one and the same. They're not different. You know, there's, there's no difference between them. And I think with the sing sense, all I'm trying to really understand right now at this point and the thing that I'm coming to realize is that Western and Eastern culture when it comes to singing, it's literally like cuisine. You know, it's adding this, mm. fermenting that, 
you know, subtracting this, adding a little bit of salt to that, and then finding a way to kind of blend them together. So it's it's sort of like having that Western um, European, mostly European and uh, I mean Middle Eastern cuisine with the with the the sort of Southeast Asian and and Indian kind of uh, ways of of performing and utilizing the voice and really what it comes down to is also that there will be at some point I hope a practice that is a universal thing that anybody can do to either discover your voice for the first time or reconnect to your your singing voice this is this is profound man there's like a thousand little movies playing in my head as you're saying this like <laughs> for one I, I felt like you left out the continents of africa and south america where you know, yes. we know we know especially the african continent is like like all the tales from all the tribes have right. song and in like, australia too yeah, yeah I mean, exactly like they, they, the indigenous people of all the lands have had these songs and vibrational phenomena going on deeply and like think of mm -hmm. think of the latin american heart like we all picture a brazilian uh woman or man like dancing right there's samba or the capoeira let me let me clarify i oh, actually yeah. i i don't mean to exclude any of their songs i didn't think it's there's yeah. what i'm finding is that the technical training of yoga and literally opera mm. so the these two elements these two things that are are trained practices one is was born in in western you know europe during the renaissance in the 1500s the, the bel canto singing and then one is born you know 12,500 years ago maybe longer probably millions of years ago in another galaxy <laughs> um uh, and and it and it's kind of been downloaded oh, can have been downloaded here and then finding a way to fuse those two things together and develop a flow-based practice that anybody can tap into mm. to ultimately learn the language of music of any culture. That's really what it ultimately comes down to. And being comfortable to sing those songs and know that you have the tools to do them. And know that those tools are not only going to be you know, able to produce a great sound for your own instrument, but also be able to serve your body's process of of self-healing which is what ultimately tapping into the vagus nerve does it's a it's a it's a process of self-healing and you know yeah and and beyond that this is what i want to explore and discover you know as i develop the practice and as i work with more people and as i get more feedback um and this is why i want to you know <laughs> this is why i want to interview somebody like Guru Singh and to, to, you know, ask these questions, is there, is that something that's really going to be, it uh, will happen, man. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll have him on the show. For, <laughs> Just a shout out to, to shout out to Guru Singh on the, on shout the podcast. Shout out to, to <laughs> all the Guru culture and the, uh, the Kundalini yoga culture and, and yeah. like seeing, seeing what, what is worth for these days, which is like sharing some of those like deeper initiation mm -hmm. um, rituals around sound, right? Cause mantra, for example, like you can sing, a mantra without it carrying a lot of energy. But if you have been initiated by someone who's carried that in a lineage, mm -hmm. that mantra suddenly is like a lit flame of energy. Right? Yes. Um, I want to share what, what came up for me right before you went into the, the mantra piece, which uh, comes back to like, let's say 
African or, or Latin American kind of drum, yes. drum rhythm and beat. Mm. My first ever psilocybin experience, you know, I'm a very safe person when it comes to that. I like researched mm. the shit out of it. This is like eight years ago or so. Yeah. I was living in Vancouver at the time and researched the shit out of it. Got a gram of psilocybin in a little chocolate from, you know, like uh, somebody I trusted. And here's what I did. I don't think I've ever shared this. This is, this is funny. Mm -hmm. nice. I went into the UBC endowment lands for anybody who knows Vancouver. Uh, which is basically like a really big forest right before the University of British Columbia. And I found a spot. Uh, I ate my chocolate and I started meditating. And I set a timer because I knew it's going to take about an hour. And I sat there in the forest, literally getting as still as I could for like an hour. And I was like, hmm, well, this is like just any other meditation. I'm not sure if this is working. And so then I started walking after about an hour and I started realizing in the walk, this is just a gram of psilocybin. It was definitely a beautiful experience. I started realizing in the walk that, you know, um, everything became so joyful. Like mm -hmm. the plants around me were like, they were like almost talking to me. Right. And this mm -hmm. is kind of where I'm trying to, to get at. And I was walking around and then, somewhere in the distance i felt a resonance i felt a call calling me okay and so i i made my way closer and closer to that resonance and as i got closer and closer i realized it's a drum circle of people on the <laughs> beach nice and so what happened was this drum circle almost like pulled me in because the resonance and frequency of it was mm. resonating with the intelligence of the psilocybin within me meaning like i was just much more sensitive to vibrations and frequency and resonance than I was to my thinking mind. And so ultimately um, I just sat in this drum circle for about an hour and just like experienced um, this connecting sense of song or rhythm. Mm. And I remember it really vividly because it went from like meditating, trying to do it the right way to like kind of just wandering around. And, and here's the other piece that really lit up for me when you shared this. And this was on an episode with um, Stephen Brooks, the, the founder of um, Punta Mona and Alegria Eco-Village in Costa Rica. Mm. Um, Stephen was saying, we were sitting in the jungle of Costa Rica as we recorded the episode. And he was saying, yeah, man, these trees are all blasting you with frequency right now. Mm. And so in this one gram psilocybin experience, it's kind of what I had like the first um, experiences of. I was like, these, these plants are singing to me. And then I know from, from many of my um, friends that, that, that have gone, uh, you know, to, down to, to commit, commit a lot of their lives working to the shamanic lineages and upkeeping some of the indigenous uh, wisdom and, and right. some of my indigenous friends that, yes, indeed, this is how they perceive reality, much different than our Western kind of uh, technocrat mind, plans are singing trees are freak emitting frequency and mm -hmm. and like last thing i want to share and i know there's something in you that you want to share as well on, on the i'm listening sense and I'm all that is following. like that's the science of noetics we know that trees emit frequency we even know that if you break a branch of a tree a tree next to it releases a frequency that is a response to the, the mm -hmm. branch of the tree mm -hmm. uh breaking and so there is a communication on a level of frequency or a level of um yeah empathic wavelength that is maybe hard to understand for some of our thinking minds, but it's really there and we can measure it. Yeah. I think the thing that's coming to me right now is, is there's a couple things. One is, is what are the, what are the sanctuaries of the future? You know, where do we find those sanctuaries? And 
what will be performed or what will be uh what will what will we um pray to you know that sort of stuff and then also That's um a great question and then my my other feeling right now is is what will be my practice my own personal practice because you know if i'm being uh brutally honest with myself it's it's been hard for me during this time to to sit down and do the breath work do the meditations do the singing work even mm -hmm. for myself and if i'm not doing it for myself then i'm not i i can't expect other people to follow along you know and and do it so a big thing for me right now is just to listen to myself listen to what i'm saying and listen to my own voice and that's that also is going into another level of the sing sense whereas you say a lot to yourself whether it be v verbally like actually using your verbiage or mentally internally your voice is present to yourself yeah, man, this, is, this is very powerful yeah and listening to There's the voice that light up for me on, on that notion yeah. well yeah. listening listening is yeah, the other exactly. fact the other the factor it's the other factor of of the sing sense because to be able to feel in the ear and to feel that somebody is hearing you or that you are being heard is another level of safety safety in in communication and safety in knowing that somebody is is going to um is is going to hear what you have to say or if you have nothing to say and you just want to you know let it out they're there to listen as well mm -hmm. so i think that's a that's a, another big component of this this whole thing that i'm looking into for myself right now is just listening listening being a better listener and and um yeah and listening to to voices that aren't aren't being you know constantly shared finding those voices and and hearing what they have to say as well um that's an important point from this moment um because we we get a lot of we get a lot of different voices coming our way you know in in on social media but then also the media you know and knowing knowing what to listen to is incredibly important so yeah so those those two things i think are you know listening and and then just finding those sanctuaries for the future absolutely beautiful i mean this sets us up for like uh, another hour of conversation and, and, yeah and i know i know we're we're about episode to episode 300 episode 300 with with you know another six to eight months of of life learnings and, and we'll, yeah. we'll definitely do that there's a lot I could say. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just um, just surrender into letting this sink in and, and listening mm. deeper on my inside. Um, there's, there's there's a lot of truth to what you just said about listening deeper and hearing our own voice out loud. Hearing hearing where the sound leaves our lips, right, and it yeah. closes the circle to the telepathic sing sense connection of we're feeling each other on a much subtler level mm. than our common perception um, allows. John, so, you know, we've already called, called people into the action of figuring out how to join us in this resonance sound and breath group. I'm definitely, again, I'm going to link this out. Everyone listening to this episode, if you're fascinated with what we're talking about, 
it comes back to practice. It comes back to showing up. Um, sometimes it's harder, like John just admitted, uh, definitely in this Corona times, um, I had a few weeks where it was a little harder for me to sit down, um, you know, kind of, mm. kind of like stimulated by the external stimuli rather than yeah. sitting back down and being like, no, it doesn't matter. Let me, let me listen in deeper. And I feel like I'm on the other side of that hump now again, where my practice is, is stronger, uh, as it has been kind of before. And, um, so we're calling, we're calling all of you into that space of, of mutual practice with us in the resonance breath and sound experience. Follow the links I'll post for this episode. What else could we share with people and what else would, do you want to share into these next months that we're embarking and, and your work? Well, before, uh, you know, the election, um, I'm in the to, United States, in the United States, not yeah. all of my listeners are in the United States. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm I'm going to be releasing a my new album uh, called The Journey Home, and it was originally the concept is for the music was that it was to kind of explore the end of World War One, but now in you know kind of realizing where we're at right now, it's it's about finding uh, finding our way back home under any circumstance that is you know a sort of catastrophic or large um, scale change um, so the album I hope can resonate to use that word with many people during this time with the songs uh, some of them from the 18th century mostly mostly from the 20th century and some brand new songs of uh, poetry and and things that basically um, uh, are talking about the the wanderer, the person looking t for a place to to land and and call home, um, and you know the planet that we live on is our collective home. You know whether we we live on one continent or another, we have one planet, one circular existence. You know um, we keep coming around to it every day, <laughs> waking up, going to sleep. So, uh, you know, what we do with those hours are, are kind of precious. And I, I, I hope that the, uh, just, just that that album can reach as many people as possible and that it's, it's heard and, and enjoyed. Beautiful. Yeah. Very beautiful. You, you know, the, the planetary notion of all humans belonging to this planet, no matter which background they have or how they look on the outside is, is something that's really dear to my heart and very much the, the spirit and the zeitgeist of our times as we're in a renewed phase of, of racial reconciliation that I think yes. is overdue on our planet yeah. and, and within all of us, um, yes. no, one ex no one excluded. Um, yeah, one of the works I wanted to highlight that just came through a collective of people is the Unified Planet Living oh, yes. Manifesto. I just shared this in an, an episode with one of the, the stewards, Ramayan, Ananda from the Unified Collective. Mm -hmm. um, definitely check that out, people. There, there are ongoing games called the Unified Planet Games as well, hosted um, co cool. by Sivana House and the Foundation. John, I think maybe you, you'll you'll pop up in that as well. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, we'll make sure I connect the that. singing games. The singing <laughs> games, exactly. Here's here's one other thing I wanted to share. So you know, I've announced um, in one of the recent episodes that um, there's going to be a new kind of redesign of Green Planet Blue Planet. It's taken a little bit longer, which usually is a good sign than episode 200. So I'll, I'll publish it when it's live. It won't be published with this episode. And actually, as you might have heard in this episode, in like a little 
announcement that I plugged in in, in between our conversation. Uh, I stepped away from the idea of hosting a Patreon for the podcast. Uh, I'm going to continue to really just invite those of you who want to step into deeper work with me, into coaching work with me, into a transformational experience to bring out more purpose. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to continue to dig deeper into that work of being of service to people and continue to let my kind of um, work in the world at events in individual experiences and in group experiences finance this podcast and this journey rather than making it into a community project right away. And I can I can attest to you as a coach, Julian. You're an excellent coach and someone that uh, I put a lot of trust in. So I will be, I will support you and, and you know, in all the people that are listening, uh, I, I definitely would encourage you to join up and uh, work with Julian one-on-one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Cool, John. Well, here we are at the end of episode number 200. I, I love having these regular check-ins with you. We obviously talk more often than just every 100 episodes. But, yes. <laughs> um, so the next, the next year for me is bringing me back to Vancouver Island. You are, you're spending it in, in Los Angeles. Yes. May, may it be filled with, with you know, blessings and prosperous times, even if the time outside might sometimes look a little challenging and maybe bring peace and you know balance to to those people that we encounter yeah and recognition to those voices that need to be heard Mm, beautiful all right thank you brother for today's recording thank you yeah talk to you soon julian thanks for listening and here we are again this is your host julian I hope you truly enjoyed this episode of Green Planet and Blue Planet podcast and received some insights and knowledge for your life, relationships, and business. If you love Green Planet and Blue Planet podcast, make sure to subscribe, leave a review that really allows this podcast to reach a broader audience, and share it with a friend. Let me also remind you that this podcast is currently entirely self-funded. I am a transformational coach and mentor, a breathwork guide, and want to offer all my listeners a full 10% off my private coaching work. That is as much as $500 for a three-month program, and this discount applies for all one-on-one coaching offers, as well as some select coaching groups that I host in person. If you're curious and interested, make sure to visit the website greenplanet-blueplanet.com and click Work with Julian. Let me tell you a little bit more about my planetary purpose and leadership programs. I am committed to accelerating our human tribe going deep into unconditioning the blocking beliefs and blind spots, enabling your gifts and clarity to amplify for aligned business, healthy relationships, and overall presence with life. I have worked with hundreds of people across the world, either one-on-one in small coaching groups online or in-person at events. It is my gift to boost authentic confidence and guide you while asking the deepest questions that get you to address your dormant potential. I am an activator and catalyst for those who are ready to step into the highest version of themselves. We live in unique times and let me tell you from experience, having a coach makes a massive difference. I specialize on supporting successful entrepreneurs in unpacking their purpose and joy of life. I do work with startup entrepreneurs and artists as well and on request I host individual breathwork mentorships. If you want to learn more, how to support the show or suggest a guest, you can also simply send me an email. If you want to take advantage of the offer I just mentioned and claim the 10% discount, simply book a free consultation with me through my website that is greenplanet-blueplanet.com slash mentorships and mention the end of episode discount 
and I'll give the discount code to you right here, right now. It's 808. That's right. That's your code right here, right now, 808. Mention it to me in our free consultation that you can book by the website and 10% are yours. That being said, thank you so much for listening today. Have yourself an amazing day. Don't forget to hit subscribe, review the show, and share it with a friend. Mm-hmm.